Welcome to the Equipping You in Grace podcast, hosted by Dave Jenkins. The Equipping You in Grace podcast is a podcast about helping Christians develop a biblical worldview in a conversational tone about issues inside and outside the church. Now, for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Alright guys, welcome back to the Equipping You in Grace podcast. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast and today uh, is Wednesday. We're going to have a new episode come out every Wednesday. We're still going to have the author interviews, but you're going to mostly be hearing uh, from me on these Wednesday episodes, although we'll occasionally also have a special interview on a variety of subjects as like we do on Mondays. Uh, but I, I want the purpose of this podcast is to have a conversation about issues inside and outside the church. And I'm and I'm so thankful to say I think we're doing that well. We're having well-rounded biblical conversations about issues inside the church. But I also wanted to add uh, to this in that um, wanted to talk about some issues that maybe aren't on the front burner, uh, but there's still issues, and they still need, we still need to to talk about them. So we're adding um, adding uh, to this schedule. Uh, so you'll get two episodes every week on Mondays and Wednesdays. And today, um, I thought, what better way to talk with you than to talk about biblical literacy and and why it matters for every Christian. When we come and we talk about biblical literacy, it has to do with, first, with biblical literacy, it has to do with knowing key facts and ideas. And biblical illiteracy has to do with not knowing key facts or ideas or not being able to find them. And biblical literacy is a real problem uh, in our day. Um, I I've written a book on this subject and um, I'm continuing to do some research. In fact, speaking of recent research, in their recent 2021 study, Lifeway Research found that 11% of American evangelicals have read all of Scripture, 9% have read all of Scripture more than once, 10% none at all, 13% only a few sentences, uh, 12% almost all of it, 15% 15% at least half of it, and 30% several passages or even stories. Now, that same study, it notes that 32% of people have have read several passages or stories. This, uh, this uh, study also indicated that 32% read the Bible every day, 27% read it a few times a week, uh, 12% read it once a week, 11% read a few times a month, 5% once a month, and 12% rarely read it. Well, in my book, The Word Explore, The Problem of Biblical Literacy and What to Do uh, About It, you can find it at Amazon, you can find it at Westminster Books, of course you can find it at the publisher, uh, Hesed and Emmet. I, I explore the problem of biblical literacy and what to do about it. 
In my book, I'm trying to do what J.C. Ryle calls for when he says this. Uh, By reading that book, meaning the Bible, we may learn what to believe, what to be, what to do, how to live with comfort, and how to die in peace. Happy is the man who possesses a Bible. Happier still is he who reads it. Happiest of all is he who not only reads it, but obeys it and makes it the rule of his faith and practice. Now, you see, Bible reading, study, meditation, memorization, and application, we're going to talk about all these things here in the coming days. It's, it isn't like a chore to be checked off and then you're done with it and you discard it. You see, when we come to the Bible, we come to know God and grow in the knowledge of the grace of God revealed in the 66 books of the Bible. Now, biblical literacy matters for every Christian because every Christian is to know their Bibles and to have their lives shaped by Scripture so they can have godly character and go out and share the truth of Jesus from Scripture. In the Western United States, where I've lived the majority of my life, um, we're talking, you know, Washington and Oregon, even Idaho, uh, you know, California, we have wildfires and they're consuming much land right now. In fact, uh, usually around now is when you see the Western United States uh, on the news for this very issue. And now, Imagine with me that a firefighter is standing on the sidelines and they're not fighting the the fire. That would be an absurd scene because their whole job is right to go into that wildfire and fight it. See, the problem of biblical literacy day is like the apathetic fireman. He isn't doing his job. Now, biblical literacy, it can be absolutely solved, but it can only be solved if we understand why and how to read the Bible. And I want to say something about this because there's lots of books out there that will help you learn, you know, how to read the Bible. They'll help you understand the context of the Bible, uh, how the Bible has a redemptive historical approach in, in that it all centers from Genesis to Revelation on the person and the work of Jesus. What I want to do in my book, in my book, what I'm aiming to do is to help you understand Yes, how, but also why. Why do you read the Bible? Why do you study the Bible? Why do you memorize and meditate on the Bible? Why do we apply the Bible? Because I think if we can help people understand this why question, and it gets to the motivation, and many people just give up. They, they don't see the benefit of it, and they don't understand the why. So that's why I wrote uh, the book, Why and How to you know, Read the Bible, and Why and How to Do Life with the Church. Now, the Lord has given us a word in Scripture for us to delight in. God delights over his word because he's revealed himself in Scripture for us to know. But the Lord also loves his people whom he has redeemed with the costly sacrifice of his finished and sufficient work. And he loves his church, which he's bled and died for to present blameless in his sight. What what this does is it... And we're going to talk about this idea, so I'll just introduce it. I'll explain it in a future episode. What this does is it takes us past the idea of the the Bible is just another book or it's Bible reading is a legalism. Because what it does is if I love the Lord, if I love the church, and I love people, 
Well, I want something to say to them. I want to be able to serve them. But to serve them, I, I need to have godly character. And that's what Scripture helps us to do. Helps to be shaped by through, and through the work of the Spirit who aims to take the truth of Scripture and to point us to Jesus from Scripture and to send us out on mission of, for the glory of God. Now, understanding what the Lord loves and delights over, it helps us understand why uh, the why of Bible reading. And the why, it, it explains how to be properly motivated so you won't give up when, when you engage in reading Scripture. The why helps us to be formed by godly character so that we can go out and do the practical work of engaging the lost in our communities, making disciples in and outside of the local church, at our workplace, and in our communities with Scripture. So, so vital. You see, every Christian is to be shaped by Scripture. No matter the, the level of our education, no matter our experience, no matter our position in the church, we're not to sit on the sidelines as an apathetic fireman, dear Christian friend. Instead, we're to get into the Word. And like the U.S. Army, it prepares before battle. Let us get in the Word as soldiers of Christ and prepare ourselves for the battle. That's what if Paul is telling us. The only offensive weapon that we have, in Ephesians 6 tells us, is the Scriptures. God has given us His Word to prepare for every situation and every circumstance. In fact, the Holy Spirit aims to teach us the truth from Scripture, to point us to Jesus from the Scripture, and to send us out on mission for God's glory. You see, the Lord has given the Christian uh, the church and biblically qualified men who serve as elders and pastors in the church to teach, to train, and equip the people of God. So where do you start? Start with five to ten minutes a day in the Word. Whether you're reading it or whether you're listening to it, I advocate for both. Listen to the ESV uh, Bible app, uh, the Bible on the ESV Bible app. Uh, start getting in a small group. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a future episode. Uh, in your in your local church and growing there, asking questions. Uh, start reading good and godly books from the reformers and the Puritans. That these books will help you to build up your faith. Sit under and attend to your pastor's preaching each day, each Lord's Day, as he preaches from the Word. We'll we'll talk about this further in further episodes. As you do though these things, the Lord will use both the preached word you hear and the word you're reading and studying to transform you more into the image of Christ. And the more that you're transformed into the image of Christ, the more that you'll grow. In fact, the more that you grow, the more you'll desire to make disciples of Jesus in your home, in your church, and in your community for God's glory. My dear friend, listening to this or watching this, what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to be a statistic. And you shouldn't get discouraged by the statistics. The statistics are there to show us how serious the problem is. But that should inform us, uh, not not get us get discouraged. If, if finding a place uh, in Scripture to start is hard, what I want to say to you is start with the book or of the Bible your pastor is preaching through. And then read that over and over and over and over again until you know it inside and out. And as you're reading that book of the Bible, uh, ask questions of the test. And ask 
uh, your pastors, elders, or other trusted Bible teachers and theologians question about about the book of Scripture your pastor is preaching through. Um, you see, by doing this, you're going to increase your knowledge of the Bible, um, and you'll increasingly be able to answer uh, others' questions and help them grow in grace for the rest of your life. Now, I want to say that you know the the best way to read the Bible is starting in Genesis and working your way through Revelation. Now, I know that some of you you get discouraged and you stop at Leviticus. I want you to I want you to start by when you get discouraged or you feel like quitting. What I want you to do is I want you to to do a study. Find out the most study Bibles like the ESV Study Bible. They they will tell you what the central theme of the book is about. Now, understanding that central theme will will help you as you read to understand, okay, what is the purpose of this biblical book? Like Leviticus, it has, maybe you quit at Leviticus. Well, here's the thing about Leviticus. The repeated theme of Leviticus is the holiness of God. God is showing, he's giving these, these, these holiness laws for a reason. They show how he ultimately is holy. Holy, meaning that he is set apart, and he has set apart his people to be holy. Now that helps us, yes, to understand the purpose of these laws uh, and, and what they mean. Um, so, and and so this will this will help you uh, as you're reading the Bible to to you know deal with objections and don't just quit. Find out. That's why asking questions of uh, of your pastors or elders or other trusted Bible leaders. We we also answer questions here We on the Servants of Grace podcast. So if you have a question, feel free to email me, dave at servantsofgrace.org, and I'll take a stab at your, your question and do the best that I can to answer it uh, in a biblical, a fa- biblically faithful way, in, in, a, in, in a theologically solid way, but also in a very practical way that hopefully will help you. So I want you to start by reading uh, your, the book that your pastor is reading. That, that's a great way to join, be reading the, the, book, the Bible um, in community, but also be reading the Bible personally. You know, that maybe you start in Genesis and you work your way slowly through Revelation. There's nobody that says you have to read the whole Bible in a year. That's a great goal, by the way. I think it's an attainable goal. It really is. But there the goal of reading scripture is to work our way all the way through it. And what that does is it, is it helps you will help you to grow in your understanding personally of the work of Christ, the person and the work of Christ, which is revealed in the 66 books of scripture, but also reading the Bible corporately, you know, reading the book that your church is going through, your pastor is preaching through, that that will help you as well to grow in your knowledge of the Bible. Getting in a small group that's grounded in Scripture, so vital as well. Again, for the same reason. It'll help you to grow in your knowledge of the Bible. You see, as we land the plane here on this episode, what I want to say is this. Uh, biblical literacy and matters for every Christian, for every stage of life, uh, you might find yourself in, and whatever sphere of life you're in today, engage the word, love the Lord, love people. And you see, the Lord will continue to use you. He will continue to grow you to be like Jesus and use you for his glory to make disciples of Jesus. My goal in these Wednesday episodes is to have these episodes be about 15 minutes to 30 
uh, 30 minutes to just give you some thoughts to think about. Uh, hopefully, uh, they'll be biblical, they'll be theologically solid, but they'll be practical. Um, so the takeaway from this episode is read the Bible. Read the Bible personally. Read it for five to ten minutes. Start there. Read if you if you if you don't have more time, at least read the book that your pastor is preaching through. If you have some more time, read for another five to ten minutes. Uh, read, start reading through Genesis and working your way through the whole Bible. If you've never done that before, you'll be blessed. And and you see the goal here is the more that more that you uh, take in Scripture, the more that the Holy Spirit will use Scripture in your life and and point you to Jesus and help you to grow to be like Jesus, uh, so that uh, you can be used by God. I don't know a Christian that doesn't want to be used by God. Okay, but we need to have the right priorities. It's it's first. We grow in godly character, and then uh, we will have something to share. We have to fill up the tank of, for example, we have to fill up the tank of gas in our car. Otherwise, you know what? If the tank gets empty, what happens? (laughs) You're not going anywhere. Uh, Maybe today that's you. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you feel like, you know, things in your life, you you just feel empty and you you wonder why. Uh, The reason is, is you're not taking in Scripture. You're not taking it in enough, even just a little bit. Uh, And I'm not advocating, by the way, that you only take in a little bit of it either. The more that you can take in Scripture, the more that that you'll have to share. The, The question that we'll talk about in another episode about application is, how much of God's Word can you access personally? And it's a convicting question because... It gets to the heart of being used by God. You see, the the more you have access to God's word, the more that you can be used by God in a variety of situations. Uh, in evangelism, for example, how are you going to engage the Mormon and the Jehovah's Witness uh, when they come to you with questions? Uh, you got to know those key texts that they engage with. Uh, how are you going to be able to answer somebody's question if you can't... Um, answer even about the person and work of Jesus or the nature of the Bible, what is the Bible, and and other questions like it. Uh, it this is why we need to be in the Bible, so that, uh, and be in a biblically grounded church. By the way, it, it, it we, we'll talk about this as well in future episodes, but it's absolutely appropriate and okay to say to somebody, I don't know the answer. That shows humility. It also shows maturity and wisdom. And then you say to them, but I'm going to go find out from my, my pastor or a trusted Bible leader, uh, Bible teacher, what the answer to your question is. Can we meet in a few days or a week and talk about that, the question? Uh, yes, but what you'll find is most people are attracted to that. They find that very attractive because what it shows is you care about them, but it also shows humility. So you gain credibility, not you don't gain a lack of credibility from being honest and humble. You actually gain credibility uh, with people and they're more likely to trust you uh, and they're more likely to come to you with further questions. Well, friends, you see, just to wrap all this up, I know I said this before, but just to wrap this episode up, biblical literacy, it matters. Spend that five to 10 minutes, start there and grow. Uh, Read through Genesis as well. Uh, start there. Uh, work your way through it. Uh, work your way through the book that your pastor is preaching for. And what you'll find is, is that 
you not only have something to share with people from scripture, but your, your, your knowledge of scripture will uh, continue to increase. And that's good. Um, it's good not only for you, but it's good for your fellow church members to be encouraged by your growing handling of the word, as Second Timothy 2.15 calls us to, or to rightly handle the word of God. Um, and, and that's a good thing because that shows, that shows actual Christian maturity. And, and also, we'll talk about this in another episode, but it also will help you to be discerning. It'll help you to spot error, and that's another huge, huge issue that, that we need to talk about. Well, friends... Um, we're at about the 20 minute mark. I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode, this first Wednesday episode. I'm excited about these episodes. As you can see, there's, there's a lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about a lot of subjects, not just biblical literacy and those things, but a lot of different things. And, um, I'm excited for the coming days and years. I want to, I want to say one last thing, you know, uh, this podcast has been around since October of of 2015 and it's such a blessing to me uh to see so many of you uh diving into these episodes it's it's personally encouraging uh that you find these to be so helpful and i'm so thankful for the feedback that you provide on these episodes well i want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the equipping you and grace podcast i'm my name is dave and i'm the host and uh Pray Christ's richest blessings on you until uh, next Monday and Wednesday. God bless you and keep. Thank you for listening to the Equipping You and Grace podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate us on the app, and share this with your friends and family on social media. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Servants of Grace, on Instagram at Servants of Grace, or by searching at Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this episode and many others like it on the front page of our website, servantsofgrace.org.